Welcome to episode 28 of Special Situation Investing. Today we're talking about Fortune Brands Home and Security, listed on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker symbol FBHS. On April 28th, Fortune Brands announced its intention to split into two separate publicly traded companies. It plans to accomplish this by spinning off one of its three main sections, its cabinet business. The remaining company will be comprised of its outdoor and security and water innovations sections. Before we get deeper into the details of the spinoff, let's get a little bit of history on the company. A spinoff is nothing new for Fortune Brands, as it came into existence itself through a spinoff. Its history began in 1969, when its parent company, then called American Brands, was founded. American Brands was renamed Fortune Brands in 1997. It was a holding company for a diverse group of companies from sectors including tobacco, insurance, golf, home and hardware, and liquor. In 2010, Fortune Brands announced it would divest all of its divisions except for its liquor division. It sold its golf assets and spun off the rest of the company as Fortune Brands Home and Security in 2011. It rebranded its liquor section as Beam Incorporated. Since October 4th, 2011, when it was spun out and listed on the New York Stock Exchange, Fortune Brands Home and Security has consistently acquired and divested companies as it narrowed its focus and sought to create value for its stakeholders. Some examples include when it built its cabinet business with the acquisitions of Woodcrafters and Norcraft cabinet companies in 2013 and 15, and also when it divested its windows and water tool storage assets in 2014 and 15. Altogether, there have been nearly a dozen divestitures and acquisitions over Fortune Brand's 11-year history. Today, the company is focused on three major sections. The first is outdoor and security, which has under its umbrella such brands as Larson, Master Lock, and Sentry Safe. If you've ever opened a sliding glass door to someone's backyard or used a padlock, it's likely you are familiar with these brands. The second section is water innovation. This section includes some of the common household name brands for sinks and faucets and other home plumbing accessories, including Moan, Roll, and Victoria and Albert. And lastly, its third section is cabinets, boasting 12 major cabinet brands such as Omega, Kitchencraft, and Kemper, to name just a few. The company's value creation strategy seems to hinge on successful acquisition and divestiture, as well as margin expansion by improving the companies behind the brands it owns. Throughout its history, Fortune Brands has produced solid, steady growth with this strategy. This is highlighted by a few details Fortune Brands laid out in its most recent investors' presentation. Number one was that approximately $4 billion has been returned to shareholders, 74% of which was through repurchases of shares and the other 26% was through dividends. Number two was that $3 billion approximately was spent on strategic acquisitions. And number three, 9% net sales, compound annual growth rate, and 18% EBITDA compound annual growth rate, and last but not least, 24% earnings per share compound annual growth rate. Now that's some of the background of the company. Let's get into the details of the spinoff itself that's been most recently announced. It seems the recently announced spinoff of Fortune Brands cabinet business is just the next step in the company's value creation evolution. Announced in April, the spinoff is expected to be completed in Q2 of 2023, 
providing plenty of time for the situation and economic environment to change. But the information we have so far is from the most recent investor's presentation and earnings call. Although not explicitly stated, it seems the most logical reason for the spinoff is to allow Fortune Brands to jettison its low-margin cabinets business. So the higher-margin side of the business, the outdoor, security, and water side, can be repriced higher. This is, after all, a very common reason for a spinoff. If the spinoff is executed, the numbers behind the two companies, the two projected companies, would be quite stark. Let's start by looking at net sales. So the net sales of the new Fortune Brands company, the Outdoor Security and Water company, would be $4.8 billion, whereas for the cabinet business, it would be $2.9 billion. How about sales for the compound annual growth rate from 18 to 21? For new Fortune Brands company, that is 16.1%. For cabinet's business, that's only 5.7%. And lastly, let's look at EBITDA margin from 18 to 21. 22.2% currently, and that's a growth of 1.4% for the new Fortune brands, whereas the cabinet business is 12.2%, and that's a negative growth of 0.1%. Although both companies are profitable, the outdoor and security water business is clearly outpacing the cabinet business. If the companies were separated, investors could evaluate each individually and potentially allow the new Fortune Brands company to command a higher multiple without being drug lower by the cabinet business. A simple comparison is helpful in this case. Masco Corporation is a comparison company to what new Fortune Brands would be post-cabinet spinoff. Masco owns industry-leading brands within home, architectural, and plumbing products, similar to New Fortune Brands Outdoor Security and Water, or plumbing, brands. Today, Masco has an earnings per share of 21.3 versus Fortune Brands' current earnings per share of 10.4. Although simply a comparison, and less than a perfect one at that, this exercise illustrates a potential rationale for the spinoff. With almost a year to go before the spinoff is supposed to take place, we expect a lot more information to be released in the coming months. Additional information that is currently available on the spinoff includes The spinoff is expected to be, number one, a tax-free spinoff to shareholders of Fortune Brands Home and Security. Number two, to be completed within 12 months. And number three, to continue where the company plans to continue paying a dividend after the spinoff and with no change to Fortune Brands Home and Security current dividend in the near term. Number four, new Fortune Brands will continue to be led by its current CEO, Nicholas Fink, and the cabinet business will be led by David Banyard, who is currently president of Fortune Brands cabinet segment. And number five, during the most recent quarterly earnings call, Pat Hallinan, Fortune Brands current CFO stated they will probably be a one-time dividend from cabinets to Fortune Brands at the time of the spinoff. One final detail, and an important one, is that Fortune Brands Home and Security is listed in the S&P 500 index. Spinoffs from companies within a major index provide an extra variable to spinoff situations. This is because vast sums of money are poured into the S&P every month through passive and active investment funds that simply track the S&P 500. Shares of the companies within the index are bought simply because they're in the index. 
This passive automatic investing also applies to selling shares of companies that are removed from the index. To be listed in the S&P 500, a company must meet the following requirements. Number one, it must be listed on the New York Stock Exchange, the NASDAQ, or the Chicago Board Options Exchange. Number two, it must trade at least the value of its market cap on an annual basis. Number three, at least a quarter million of its shares have traded in each of the previous six months. Number four, most of its shares are in the public's hands. Number five, it had its initial public offering at least one year earlier. Number six, it must have a positive sum of the previous four quarters of earnings, as well as the most recent quarter. And number seven, and most pertinent to our discussion, it must have a market cap of a certain size, which currently that size is $14.6 billion as of March 2022. If because of a spinoff, a company no longer meets the market cap requirement or any of the other requirements to remain in the S&P 500, then it will be removed and the forced selling could cause the stock to be oversold into bargain territory. As of today, with Fortune Brand's current market cap of $7.6 billion, it falls below the minimum required for inclusion in the S&P 500. Of note, it has fallen nearly 50% from its high set in May of 2021. It will be interesting to see if it is removed from the index prior to the spinoff scheduled for next year, or if it recovers and stays within the S&P. If it is in the index when it completes its spinoff, and either company, RemainCo or SpinCo, falls below the minimum market cap requirement, it will be worth watching for forced selling by passive index investors. Perhaps such a situation could turn one or both of these mediocre but solid companies into a bargain. As more information is released about this opportunity, we'll continue to assess the situation and bring you valuable updates in the future. All right, that concludes episode 28 of Special Situation Investing. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you another episode next week.